Today marks the start of the 2015 holiday shopping season, and that means this familiar sound. The bell ringer. Specifically, the Salvation Army bell ringer. But this story is about more than just a sound we're used to hearing around the holiday season. This is a story about what it has come to mean to some people and why one man is putting his own unique spin on it. Joy to the world. What's your name, sir? Paul Sowards. Okay. Sowards? Yes. Okay. Paul Sowards has been a Salvation Army volunteer for the last 25 years. Today, I'm talking to him outside Fry's Electronics in Wilsonville. As we talk, people stream in and out, and no one passes close to us, I assume, because we are talking. Usually, I'd, be, I'd like Santa Claus, but I had a... Five years ago, I had a heart attack, and since then they've changed the roles so there's no Santa Claus. Soward seems to miss playing Santa Claus, a role he got, he says, after he ran another Santa Claus out of town. And I saw this really bad Santa Claus. He frowned. He wasn't very good with kids. So at first they told me I couldn't do it, so I waited after he was gone. But soon he just gave up because I was getting everybody. Suffice it to say, Soward really gets into reaching out to people like this during the holidays. And to be honest, the Salvation Army bell ringer is sort of an icon for me, too. I associate it with Christmas and goodwill. There's even a bell ringer on the streets of Bedford Falls, George Bailey's hometown, in the Christmas classic It's a Wonderful Life. So after I chatted with Mr. Soward, I asked about half a dozen people what they thought of the Salvation Army and bell ringers and any connections they might make between them. Remember when I said they weren't passing close, I assumed, because we were talking? That may not have been the reason at all. When you hear him singing and you see him out there ringing the bell, does it mean anything to you in terms of... I like, just want to go the other way when I hear him. Really? Why? Um, it freaks me out. Because, it, because it, he's... Seems like normal to me because he's singing. But if he wasn't singing... I'd probably... Well, yeah. Really? I try to avoid him if he's singing. Yeah, I went purposely went around this way. Oh, okay. It doesn't add to the holiday feeling for you. Creeps me out. Okay. Honest. Okay. And what's your first name? Kelly. Kelly. Thank you very much. What does it mean to you to hear this man singing, doing this volunteer work? I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking it's just a business. So, I mean, so you're saying just because he's doing it doesn't mean there's anything special about it? No, there is not. No, I don't believe so anymore. Okay. Thank I you. I really don't. When you hear him singing. Yeah. Does that evoke any kind of feelings for you in terms of the holidays or not like like his? Yeah, not religious either. No. Do you feel like this doesn't really add or subtract to your own holiday no. feelings? No. No, entirely no. neutral. Really? Yep. I don't support the Salvation Army though. You do not. No. No, no they're evil as fuck. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. I mean, does it does it does it evoke any kind of fest festive feeling or or um, goodwill toward fries or toward the Salvation Army? feels like the holidays because that's when they come out. Right. Uh, I don't think it seems insincere right. the way they're doing it. So so no no festive feelings or warm holiday feelings one way or the other, just like it's just a reality of the Christmas season. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And what's your name, ma'am? Just first name. Molly. Molly, okay. Thank you very much. I don't particularly like the Salvation Army. Okay. But um, in particular, the guy standing outside ringing the bell. Yeah. I see it more as a nuisance than anything. Really? I mean, not a nuisance, it's just like, they don't gain or lose any goodwill towards their store for me, for having them there. Salvation Army, I'm indifferent towards him as an individual. It's fine with me. But in terms of how it makes you feel, no difference one way no, or the other? not particularly. Okay, good. Can I get your name? Elliot. 
Not exactly ringing endorsements of bell ringers or the Salvation Army, but there was this. Well, it's fundraising for uh, yeah. Salvation Army and celebrating. It's just drawing so attention. So. Right. Yeah, but it's no, it's not offensive or ring, anything, but yeah, it's holidays. Yeah. But I mean, do you see it as a positive? I mean, does it sort Absolutely. of... Yeah, I don't see it as a negative. Okay. It's we, their if we problem. If we want to make everything politically correct, then you got nobody doing any kind of fundraising anyway. Right. Yeah. So, Th no. th thank you very much. Uh -huh. uh, my name is Major Nancy Dela, and my title is Portland Metro Coordinator. Major Dela oversees the operation of all of the Portland Area Salvation Army offices, including the one in Wilsonville. Um, the programs of the Salvation Army. So we have six shelters and four um, community centers. And my office kind of is the umbrella of supervision. You know, they all function individually, but when you work for a large corporation, you need somebody that will kind of speak on behalf of everybody and coordinate people for different events. And that's, that's what my job is. Okay, okay. I want to start out by asking you to, to briefly uh, explain to me what the mission of the Salvation Army is. The mission of the Salvation Army is to reach out and to help people in need. So that involves a lot of the different programs that you have. Can you, can you talk about some of the programs that helps you do that? In the Portland metro area, we have six shelters um, that include, they're, they're program specific. We have a drug and alcohol treatment program for men, uh, senior low income housing, um, we also have a domestic violence shelter, uh, one of the largest ones in Portland. We have, um, right by the Burnside Bridge, one of our facilities um, houses homeless women who um, are still caught in drug addiction. We also have a program that houses parenting teens and court-appointed teens. And one of our flagship programs is a VETS program that houses men and women vets and their families. The fact that the Salvation Army has, for a century and a half, done outstanding humanitarian work is without question. But Portland remains one of the most unchurched places in the country, meaning it ranks high, number 47th to be exact, among the least religious states. And a lot of the stands that the faith-based Salvation Army holds, outlined in 22 position statements on the organization's website, don't sit well with many secular Portlanders. They include the organization's stand on marriage. It's between one man and one woman. It's stand on physician-assisted suicide. They are against it. And it's stand on abortion. They oppose it. Many of the position statements could be considered very progressive, and some might be seen as, as squarely conservative. And I wanted to ask you, what have you found to be the relationship in Portland here uh, that people have with the Salvation Army? Well, I've worked for the Salvation Army for 30 years, and I find that the community here is the same as any other community. There are people who um, believe totally in what we do, and there are people who have questions about it. Um, but we would invite anybody to come to one of our programs and to witness and to see um, the interaction, the, how the staff cares and nurtures and, and um, takes care of people. You know, we welcome anybody to come in and see what we're doing. I wanted to talk a little bit about the bell ringer mission. How does the Salvation Army use its bell ringers? First of all, where, where did it get the idea of bell ringers, and then how does the organization use its bell ringers? Well, um, the, the bell ringing started many years ago in San Francisco, and it was actually put out originally as a pot with soup for people that were in need. Um, but it, it has morphed as things do over time, and it's now used, the pot is used to, as a collection for money to use in whatever way the, the uh, money is needed. So currently, the money that's used, um, that's raised in the pots is used to help with Christmas, to buy toys, to provide food and clothes for people, and then it is also provided in ongoing assistance through, through the year. 
in the Christmas uh, last four months of the season of the year, we um, raise about 40% of our income for the whole year. So the whole Christmas kettle um, time is a very important fundraising time for us. How, how many bell ringers uh, represent the, the, the Portland Salvation Army? Um, in the Portland metro area, on any given day, we have about 150 um, kettle workers out. I talked to a, a Mr. Paul Sowards uh, yesterday, and, and he isn't with the Portland Salvation Army. He is in Wilsonville. Um, the, the Salvation Army on Sandy Boulevard is responsible for the Wilsonville area. Okay. Um, and I was really uh, impressed by the way that he goes about getting people to, to notice him. Um, let's listen to a little bit of it. sing? I have not, but we have had other workers that sing, and when you have somebody that engages that way, they do awesome in their kettle. That's what I wanted to, to get to. I was outside of, a, of an establishment in Wilsonville yesterday, and I noticed Mr. Sowards, and so I listened to him for a few minutes, and I, I was um, impressed by his, his method of, of reaching out to people. Then I asked five or six people, random people, who were coming out of the store, maybe over a half an hour period, what they thought about the Salvation Army in general and Mr. Sowers in particular. And uh, uh, the comments were divided into, into, into two categories. One category was one group didn't particularly care for the Salvation Army itself. And the other category didn't really feel like it had any kind of nostalgic value for them. It is true that um, our donors have been um, some of the World War II men at, that were served by the Salvation Army, and, um, and because those men are, are now older and aren't out on the streets, we don't hear as much of that. But what we do hear that's a balance to that is the positive words and stories that we hear from men and women who have been involved in treatment with the Salvation Army, who have been recipients of disaster services. And so it, it's like that has become kind of a different wave of people that support the Salvation Army. Has the Salvation Army made any kinds of adjustments to how it deals with some of the pressing um, social issues of the day? For instance, um, Oregon just came out uh, in a study that found it to be the 47th least religious state in, in the nation. Uh, but in 2001, the Oregon Community Foundation showed that the national average for giving is 2%, while Oregonians give 2.1%. So it seems like we don't really have a problem with giving, but the questions seem to be about, at least with the people I talked to, the questions were about the organization itself. Um, I read on, on a blog that where someone disagrees with the policy statement on euthanasia. Someone else disagrees with the policy statement on marriage. And... Um, with all the attention that's been given to the Pope and how the Catholic Church has tried to modify some of its positions. I'm wondering, has the Salvation Army been doing any of that? I believe that the, the organization has changed and I think it's been for a positive way. I, I, I'm a little stymied. I, I'm not quite sure I mean, what you're trying to get an answer from me for. I, I, I was prepared to talk about Christmas, and I hadn't really put my thought to other things because I was really prepared to talk about kettles and what was happening for Christmas. I feel like I am talking about 
kettles, but I'm talking about the reaction that I got from people who were interacting with the kettle outside the establishment in Wilsonville. I guess what I'm trying to understand is I grew up with a view of the kettles and the bell ringers as a very positive one. Right. And and the reactions that I got were across the board negative, and I didn't understand it. And so if there are 100-plus bell ringers across the metropolitan area, a lot of people are going to interact with those bell ringers. And so what I wanted to do was sort of anticipate feelings that other people may have that are similar and maybe put an explanation behind their feelings. So when they encounter a bell ringer, you know, they could maybe think about why they're feeling the way they're feeling, whether positive or negative. I I think it's fair to acknowledge that we're faith-based, and when we're in a community that's a non-church community, I think there is some resistance to it. But we just keep trying to do what we're doing and being faithful and serving people and trusting that we'll get the money that we need to provide the service that's needed. That has served us in the past, and, and you know what we encourage our bell ringers to do is, um, regardless of the reaction that they get, to try and engage and be positive and represent the organization well. We tell bell ringers that this is kind of how we want you to interact with the public, even when you get a response that may not be positive. Be positive back, wish them a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, um, take the high road and really just put your best foot forward and, and don't respond to any, any negativity that you might get. So then do the, do the kettle ringers give you any kind of idea as to how often they have to, to do that? Or, or, you know, is the response more positive than negative? I think the response is by far more positive than negative. What's the reaction of people when they, not only when they see you, because I think everyone expects to see a Salvation Army bell ringer, but no one expects them to sing. Um, I started mainly because, you know, you need to have something to keep your mind off of the pain and the difference in temperature. I love to sing, so I just incorporated it up till when I had my heart, heart attack. I was number one bell ringer in Oregon. The la- last year I was going to try to do this, but I was still, I, I lost my wife last year to cancer. And so uh, I was still kind of down in the dumps. So with all the things that you've gone through in your life, when you see what's going on in the world right now, do you feel like this is your way of giving back? Yes, I do. With all the turmoil, the things that are happening in, in France, and the possible things that can happen from ISIS. And all. There's got to be some type of good to show, react. Uh, it, it's getting to the, where the war, world is just negative, negative, negative. Salvation Army is definitely a positive. I'm Don Merrill reporting.